This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, internet, and welcome to session 230. Whew, that's a big number of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. We're getting weird and wild this week. I'm your zombie wrangler and host, Eric Getty Gettinger. With me, as always, is limited edition, never removed from box action figure, Alex Arona. You absolutely never removed me from the package. Otherwise, I lose all value. <laughs> oh god, I think someone took me out of the package. Getty, you ever seen Jingle All the Way? Sinbad was kind of a jerk, but not as much as Arnold. Yeah. I don't know that that movie aged very well, but... Uh, it's okay. Do people still... Like it. Do they, people um, still fist fight for kids' toys now? Like, when you go probably. shopping? Oh, <laughs> uh, I gotta feel... I remember the days of Tickle Me Elmo, but I feel like there's probably been an equivalent. Yeah? Mm. Okay. Do you know who's really terrible in that movie, though? Phil Hartman. Oh, yeah. Like, like he's a terrible person in that movie. Just oh. it, It's grotesque. That's I'll have it. to watch it again now. Yeah. Uh, this week, we also have our very own Lion King and Simba. As his forced punishment, he's still playing it. Joel DeWitt. Daddy, I just can't wait to be tamed. Just can't wait to be king. <laughs> well, Joel, and you will do everything that Scar has done to get it. It I just starts. can't wait to be king. Getty, watch I just out. can't He's wait Scar. to be king. <laughs> Getty, you're Mufasa. Run! I'm not gonna run. <laughs> I'll just get trampled <laughs> <laughs> by wildebeests. Some kind of beasts. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we have a man dressed as a popular scent. Cucumber melon, Alec Parks. How much do you think it would cost for us to add the So Fresh, So Clean song right here? Uh, You know we can barely afford this podcast, let alone royalties. So uh, if you can find some public domain, that's probably okay. I'm totally going to look up public domain jingles right now. All right. Can we sing Happy Birthday or is that still like a gray area? I think, I think that's, that's public domain now. Yeah, that's been released. Yeah, we that, can also mention we can also mention Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, and we could make a movie was. about Winnie the Pooh <laughs> and show it to fourth graders in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> well, Florida, just Florida things. <laughs> just, you just had to just say Florida. Florida. So hashtag, hashtag just Florida things. <laughs> All right, let's focus on you know regular podcast stuff. Early adopters. Um. Alex is going to go 1v1, best of five with the news. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Which game? I can take it. Which game? Street Fighter? I can take it. Mortal Kombat? Which one? 
uh, mm, that Mario arcade where it's just you versus uh, Luigi. Okay. Mario Brothers? Yes. Did I just get dumber? <laughs> Is that what it was called? <laughs> it's just called <laughs> Mario Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That we- It's like that weird versus mode, right? Yeah, th- this is before Super. This is okay. before real life. Uh, and then, you know, uh, there's probably something exciting happening in the backlog. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. Well, I'm going to apologize in advance. All right, let's get on with it. Early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and Alex-only games. Wait a second. Who removed Mr. Peppermint? I did because Ooh. there wasn't a de- there hasn't been a demo in weeks. I played it you- for this week. Oh, you did? <laughs> I also oh, played it. Oh, oh. This week? This week I looked I looked last week there was no demo. Oh. I looked this week there was no demo. Oh, oh, Joel. So I thought that Joel if hey, you Joel. Look, no, hold on. If if you look at next week's episode, it also has Mr. Peppermint in it. So I assume Fan- it's a mistake. Fantastic. It was 3 weeks Hey in Joel, a row. you want to talk about Mr. Peppermint? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about. Mr. Can you explain the seriously? Ending? It's in, it was in next le- next week's episode. Can you too. explain the ending of Mister Peppermint to me? Because I I have no idea what's going on. So this is called the Revenge of Mister Peppermint, mm-hmm. and it is a uh, you know brawler. You uh, are this well dressed man who wakes up and he he just has to fight his way through. Sure do everything. <laughs> Damn, uh, man! So important this style of game for the fighting to feel good, <laughs> right? No, it, yeah. It's it's such a simple thing, and it, it seems obvious. But if you don't have the right kind of heft to the hit or some kind of fluidity to how you're moving, it can really feel stifling. Uh, so in this game, you've got your you got like a punch and a hit button. There's a, a roll. Mm-hmm. Um, there is like a throw, isn't there? There's, I thought there was a throw. There's kind of a grapple. Uh, yeah. it, very important. When you say that weight and heft, your character is very uh, deliberate in all of the moves that he makes. So if you don't move up or connect with an enemy, you're just hitting air. And yeah, it, it really opens you up. Uh, but yeah, you want to talk about revenge mode? <laughs> Alex, do you like violence? <laughs> I, I, I almost only enjoy violence. Okay, so when you hit revenge mode, is it revenge mode uh, or vengeance mode? Do you vengeance. remember? Vengeance. Vengeance. So you hit vengeance mode after you you know you connect with a bunch of combos. Uh, you can do like light and heavy combinations, but once you hit that mode, you just go straight murder on people. You like grab them. You start like wailing them in the face until they're bloody. Uh, if they have a oh, weapon, no. you take it out of their hands and you just decimate that. One of the guys has like a baseball bat. Nutshot. Mm. Yeah. Straight yep. up nutshot. This game is, is just basically you playing John Wick. <laughs> that, that's that's literally all it is. You're, you're running around just decimating everybody, uh, going on a slaughter spree. Uh, there At is a some certain sp- point, you have to ask, like, are we? Am I the bad guy? No, uh, you don't think about that. I think you are. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you it, that, you're not concerned with morality. You're just concerned on your your mission, <laughs> really, your uh, revenge story. So, uh, lots of 
yeah, there, there's such great impact to this, and you can really get into a good rhythm, but you have to be precise because that window would actually impact the dunes. It it's tighter and closer than you might expect looking at this game because. Uh, while you've got that rotation, a sort of dodge roll, he doesn't move all that fast on his own. So if, if you move up and you whiff that shot, you're in big trouble. And this game, a, a screen will typically have like four, five, six enemies mm-hmm. at the same time. So it's, it is that action movie sensibility too, where it's like the action heroes trying to navigate three, four, five guys and, and not get killed. Um, but yeah, bra- brawler fans, uh, beat 'em up fans, it, it's this is up your alley. Like you should look for this, especially if you're looking for something ultra violent. It's it's definitely there. Ultra violent Did, um, and also extra weird. Sorry, go ahead, Alex. Yes. <laughs> this is uh, is this have we played games from this developer before, or is this like a first time thing? Uh, this is the first experience I've had with them. Okay. It looks like at least on Steam, the other thing they re- released is something called. Dwarven Sky Keep, which is a much different style game. Hmm. So it's almost okay. like a uh, Terraria type thing. Oh, Alex. So now with a West, now with a, as their first time outing, but it seems like you've been impressed by it. I was. I think. Yeah, I I think they've captured a very specific style. They've executed on it very well. It feels good to fight in this game, and I, I think. I think for a second outing, it's impressive, especially like it's okay. it's a good piece of work. So wishlisted, yes. Mm-hmm. Alex, when's it come Alex. out? Alex, October twenty third. Whoa, it's days yeah. away. That's days away. That's exciting, Alex. Now, okay, Alex. does it have like any kind of progression system? Not, not that they made us aware of, Alex. No. Yeah. How do you feel about Cthulhu esque monsters in your brawlers? <laughs> I'm for them. Hey, maybe check out Vengeance of Mr. Peppermint. And I'm just going to Why gonna, is Cthulhu I'm there? I'm just going to leave it at that. You're going to have to figure that one out. <laughs> Why is he there? Doesn't make For any the madness. sense. So many, so many questions. So much mystery and intrigue just from this conversation. Much punch. Much punch? Mhm. Little bit of oh, survive. Mm, I you know what? I I'm I'm all about the much punch. The survive is where it becomes very difficult. I know. Especially now. Uh, Yeah, so uh, we finally... I didn't think this was going to be on the creepier side or have any horror element to it. And then, surprise! Yep. Good good stuff there. I mean, mean, you're already doing the murder, right? Uh, Yeah, gore, but I don't always lump in gory movies with horror movies. Unless it's like body horror, and then yeah. I mean, but it sounds like you're doing some body horror too. The people. what? Uh, what was that oh. game with the teeth? Because that was probably the scariest <laughs> game that we've, we've ever encountered on this podcast. Oh, oh yeah, that were poor game. I forgot. That yeah, game. were you just like manipulating oh, that's, the it, tongue? Hold on, it's a, it's a, hold on. I have it's on my wish list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it exists. Hell yeah, wish list. That that was also a creepy one. That game uh, with the teeth. Yeah, where you... you know, I know what he's talking we, about. We hang out too much. <laughs> and you're just moving the tongue around and it's knocking out teeth hands. out of your mouth? Out of hands. Out of hands. Out of hands. Okay. Oh, yes. All out of hands. Messed up. A lot of nightmare feel there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay. Ed, I don't think that was it, but I thought there was another one. Out of hands was where every part of your face was a hand, right? Yes. Yes. No, this is the one where Joel was using his mouth and there were teeth and like... He, oh, you're an alien. That's the one. You're an alien. Yeah. Okay. Manipulating yeah, that, a that human... Yeah, okay. So that's a, another one. But out of hands, yeah, that was good. also kind of creepy. Speaking of creepy, Alex wants to tell us about World of Horror, which is now 1.0. It's out. It's out. Out, out. out, out. Uh, World of Horror uh, kind of took me by surprise. It was uh, it was more of like a derezzed. Like we've we we played it on this uh, podcast before, and I got a chance to review it for our website, uh, superdgradio.com. And uh, it is a derezzed. Looks like the all the graphical artwork is on the Game Boy. Uh, and it's the 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 horror elements is that you end up like in like a lot of like Junji Junji Ito kind of art where like people aren't like people's face will just be made of teeth like you just said or like people's faces like will look like porcelain and crack just really kind of like that's more body horror stuff someone with a hundred fingers makes me very uncomfortable really I feel yeah. like they'd be really good at playing the guitar maybe but in a creepy way. <laughs> Um, so that's well, all about saw. fingering on the guitar. Mm. Mm. One of these days, Getty, Alex. Here. One of these days, we're going to get you. <laughs> Getty, you brought us here. I don't know what to do. Uh, and uh, the, but what I didn't realize is that it's like a it's a roguelike. Yeah, isn't it run based? Like you, uh, yeah. Have uh, I forgot? Yeah, I forgot that it was run based. And uh, you get these little stories, these tangents, and you pick one, and then you investigate the horror that is happening in there, and you solve it via, like, uh, the one, the couple I played, one of them was I had to go to the school because a lady with scissors was murdering students, and I needed to perform a ritual, so I had to go across the school and find items to create the ritual to stop her, and uh, that was, it was pretty, you know, scary because, like, it's... It's a lot of things mixed up into one. You have the roguelike element. But also, it's an adventure game where they just kind of give you the UI. It's like, press this button to go explore. And it just automatically randomly explores. Press this button to go to town. Press this button to go to your inventory. It's like all of these little options. And you pick, you know, all you do really is pick old an school option. You're not really in that regard. Yeah, really old school. Then you get into turn-based combat. Like, occasionally. Not always, but occasionally. And the combat is very much almost like a darkest dungeon where it's like you attack somebody, but, and then they attack you back, but Oh, it hurts your arm. And then you'll see your character all of a sudden, like have a giant gash on your arm. And if like throughout the whole thing, you could lose an arm or an eye or, you know, this, this stuff kind of keeps happening and it's persistent because once you solve a story, however you came out of that story, you're going to the next one. And you're, the whole goal is to like finish up all the stories in a run so that you stop the cosmic horror that is coming. Nice. And there's a dooms there's a doom clock. So you kind of want to get things done efficiently. You don't want to waste too much time healing or whatever cuz there is you can heal, but it's like that that takes up some of the doom clock and you're kind of fighting against the clock. And even just exploring things that happen 
like you'll see creepy twins and it's like, what do you want to do? And they ask you to help carry out a body. But you have stats and it'll say like, do you want to do it? And if hit yes, it goes, you rolled a strength check and you failed and now they're pissed and want to fight you. Or you helped them and they left you alone and you walked away, but you're kind of covered in blood. <laughs> so you're a little upset. <laughs> like you kind of get like, you know, uh, mentally get mental anguish from it. But hey, you passed. So, you know, that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of things playing at once. And uh, it's just a lot of fun because the horror is never that. Ho- it's like it's just really like makes you nervous. The music makes you nervous. The scenes that you see are just kind of like, oh, 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 little shudder. Never jump scare. Never like super grotesque. Just enough to go, oh, oh, oh I don't like that. And uh, that's that's why I thought it was cool. It's like it's a good Halloweeny thing for me because I'm a big baby. And I thought this was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool because I'm just like, oh, ooh, hmm, that that's not pleasant to look at. Let's keep going. But it's just a Let's little bit thing. of the yeah, <clears throat> the scare factor. It's nothing too intense. Not like when you were playing Alien Isolation, right? Oh yeah, no, yeah, absolutely not. So, I think World of Horror is like a fascinating idea that it puts all of these things together and it just kind of works. Nice. Yeah. So I think if you're looking for a good roguelike where there's no, like, consistent progression. And there are three different modes. There's a, here's a random story, and you can just knock it out and be done. Here is, you have to go, like, five stories. Once you knock those out, then you beat the game. Or there's an infinite mode where all the stories are just ongoing. And sometimes you can get things that will knock down the doom clock. So it's like, oh, just see if you can keep knocking down the doom clock and knock out as many stories as possible. For those who really want to like, just see how far they can go. So it's pretty cool. You gonna go back and play some more of it? Oh yeah, I'll knock out a run or two. They aren't they aren't long. So I mean, I'm not great at the game, so yes, they're not. Long. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Let me just troll a little bit here. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, we got one more full game to talk about before we just let Joel go ham. Uh, Joel's going ham sandwich. Yep. I was finally able to sneak a spooky game into our rotation this week. We played Horror Stories Harvest Hunt. It's not as scary as I wanted, but it's a little bit scary. This one is... Uh, A little interesting, so it is supposed to be set in a village where all of these people are living, and uh, every so often there is a monster that appears, and you have to go and collect items and fight it and banish it in order for Mm -hmm. the village to continue to exist. So it has rogue elements, it has a... I don't want to say a card system to it, but it has randomization, so when you're playing through... Uh, you might have a different character from one play to another. You could... Add... With different, like, perks. Yeah. So the characters have different uh, statistics... Not not statistics, but they have different uh, things about them that could help or hinder. Back, backstories. Yeah. yeah, but it does have backstories. And it, as you progress through the levels, you learn more about the character's backstory. But they can also die. <laughs> if you're really... The idea is that you're supposed to be collecting this ambrosia and then also at the same time you could banish the monster or if you just get enough amb- is it ambrosia yeah yeah 
You can bail out. If you get enough Ambrosia, that'll technically... Will that banish the monster as well, or no? No. It just means your village is fine. Your village will survive another season. You got yeah. You got enough of it that you're fine. But the uh, the ideal scenario is that you will banish it, and if you are able to, each and every time you go out into this like area, then you can get more perks for your village. Or you don't, and uh, then you have to overcome it in some way. Yeah. And you could also buy tools that'll help you do things like damage the monsters so that you can banish it or, uh, you know, waypoints to find out like, hey, where is the monster at this exact second? Uh, don't t- don't drop that item and then not pick it back up like I did. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to put this here and it'll tell me where the monster is. And I'm like, OK, the monster is that way. I'm not going to go that way. And then I just kind of left it there and I was like, crap, I really wish I had that thing. I could tell where it's at now. Darn. Yeah, trying to find things in the dark is really tough. Yeah. And also sometimes things just like, oh, like one of the ones I was like in the, I was in the fields and I was hiding and all of a sudden I hear squish and I'm in the swamp. And, I'll, and apparently if you sit in the swamp too long, a swamp monster kills you. Yeah, did you not see the swamp monster? I did not see the swap monster. He had all those little, like little tentacles that were hanging out, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not going near that." <laughs> I was busy under. In, I was sneaking and crouching in the in the. Oh no, dude! The cornfield. You got to go full on. You just run everywhere and try to try to. Survive. Oh, you run everywhere? No, I I lost the thing several times. Yeah, it it sneaks around, but it's also loud. It's rather large. So I don't know. I it mean, snuck def- up on me a couple of times. A oh, lot yeah. of times. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like maybe I was I just, a little bit more Your aggressive. character just turns around, and there's just a big gaping maw <laughs> in your face. Now, don't get me wrong. He definitely tried to eat me a couple of times, but I didn't die, so I was pretty happy about that. Oh, I, my, for the one time he got me, it was an insta-kill. Oh, no. Yeah? yeah. Shoot. Oh, oh, man. I, I didn't get out of the demo I died so much. Mm-hmm. The intro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I Joel, how far did you I didn't. I didn't play this. Oh. 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 This was our spooky game. I. I was busy this past week. We play, <laughs> we play a lot of spooky games, also. To be fair. Fine. So, let me uh, do a quick recap. Horror stories. If you are looking for something uh, a little bit different, a little interesting first person run based yeah run based and just you know discover the backstory and the hidden history of this village uh give it a shot demo hopefully is still out it is it is fantastic so give it give it a little play uh joel yeah next fest roundup so i wrote that but realistically are there any games specifically you guys would want to hear about? You played 46 games this last week. Did you play 46 games? How many games did you play? It was more like 11 or 12. 53 Which games. Which ones did you play? I don't have any highlights here. <laughs> he, he has highlights right here. He's got six <laughs> no, games. Asking. Oh, did he? Yeah. Hold on, I gotta pull There's this up. There's six games yeah. mentioned. I'm, I'm in a different, I'm in the, I'm in the next fest dock. No. So, so I'll do one quick hit and then... Oh, wait, hold on. Two. I did want to hear about Doggy Don't Care. Doggy talk, Don't Care. Talk about that and then... Snuffkin sounds like it's, you know, just weird enough. All right, so Doggy Don't Care is... It's one of those, like, weird 3D play-as-an-animal-and-solve-puzzles kind of game. 
It's a very like go adventure and explore kind of thing. So you're a dog. What kind of game is like that? What kind of game is like that? Um, I'm thinking not not quite what was as it? terrible, but like, like Goat Simulator is in terms of like fiddly controls. What about Porg? Was that the game that we played with Porg. the two uh, dogs? Uh, um, it's it's silly like that. It's not that kind of you know, coordination. Two sided dog and yeah. Oh yeah. Know, yeah. What, yeah. what was that called? Fog. Pogs. Fogs. Fogs. Fogs, P-H-O-G-S. So you're, you're a dog left home alone. It's just you and, like, a parrot. And your role is basically just to roam around the house, find ways to open up different parts of the house, <laughs> and, and then solving and basically interacting with the world and getting trophies for it. So, uh, Oh, that sounds pretty yeah, baller. Yeah, you had me so at it, your home alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and also at the same time, you're, you're destroying the house because doggy don't care. Yeah. Doggy don't care. And there's a dedicated P button. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. And uh, I don't remember it solving any problems, but like it, it sure looks funny every time that you do it. And you stand on top of a piano and, and start <laughs> rattling off there. Um, so you're, you're basically, you start by trying to open up the the house because most of the doors are closed like any responsible adult would try to keep their animal confined to of course by completing tasks up front you end up opening those rooms which opens up new tasks or things to explore you encounter this bird and they're the ones starting to dole out like you have these different badges you can earn by completing tasks and doing puzzles and he won't tell you how many there are, but he'll just tell you to go get started. So, for example, it could be something as simple as you're going to hit the switch and you need to jump through all the rings before time goes out. It can be something mm-hmm. as random as walking across the piano and making it make noise by walking <laughs> across it. Uh, it could be something like finding all the socks and then putting it in the, the, the washer. Uh, oh, that's just nice. And oh, are you shooting a basketball, uh, playing fetch with yourself, uh, digging up stuff out of the ground. All these these little simple things that uh, you can just sort of stumble into figuring out just by poking around in the area. And, and you even have stuff like being able to pick up and throw things too. So there's there's a few puzzles that revolve around that. A lot of it's just to end up in chaos and destroying things, which is uh, fun in and of itself. And the, the humor is very quirky. And, and the whole thing, the demo is very fourth wall breaking. Lots of talking to the player. And the parrot would say something to the player. And the dog would be like, who are you talking to? Kind of <laughs> stuff. Uh, I don't know if I love that. I, I think that might have been specific to the demo. Okay. Because we, we've seen that before, before a few times where like there are specific text for demos mm-hmm. that don't end up in the actual game. Uh, so I don't know that I'd expect that to be a throughput, but I, I find the premise interesting. I find myself really wanting the game to be a story of your family moving to different and bigger houses because you keep on destroying their house. <laughs> I, I that's pretty funny. I hope that's sort of what they go for. Uh, but if not, if it's not a big thing, then it's still going to be a fun, you know, sort of a house to play around in and, and tinker and see what does things right i think you mean tinkle not tinker fair a little bit of both no a little bit of both so that that's darty don't care um anything else 
You said Snufkin? Snufkin. Yeah. It sounds Snufkin. dangerous. Melody of Moomin Valley. So Snufkin is a sort of uh, Is it like small a Smurf? Smurf or uh, maybe a leprechaun type character. A, pers- a person who is deeply uh, attuned to the forest. Uh, so you play this character and your, your adventure is to go find... Uh, can't remember what it was specifically, but the story that Gargamel. they give you, it's... We're going after yes, Gargamel. Gar- Gargamel, <laughs> yeah. Um, I i didn't delve deep into the story just because I kind of focused more on the gameplay. It, it's really mostly you going to the forest and trying to keep things forestly and helping out village friends and animals and stuff. So one part of it was that you go through a segment where there are signs, like, because people are putting, don't do these signs. There's, like, police force people who are littering the, the place with rules. Oh. And and part of what you're doing is sneaking around and getting rid of all the rules by doing that. And so it has little sneak elements uh, where it'll be, like, a section that's kind of like mazy, and the guard will be walking around, and you'll need to sneak past them, or situations where you had to sneak up, take the, a key to open a door and stuff. There's also, your character uses a uh, harmonica mm-hmm. in order to play music. And, and uh, in the demo, it didn't get that or, you know, like, uh, complicated. It was basically, you need to draw away something from this area mm-hmm. so you can lull them into uh, music and sort of lead them along, simple things like that. And then that. sneak around them so you can get past. Right, things like that. Okay. Uh, Namely, what really captured me was the uh, aesthetic. So visually, it's it's a very, it's a pretty game, like, like very storybook. Uh, that kind of almost papercraft layering a little bit on top of each other, but very very beautiful graphically. Uh, music is great too. If you're familiar with uh, Cedar Rose, the the band. Uh, there are some music in that demo, and it says that it was specifically made for this game. So it's actually unique stuff from them, which I thought was a really cool touch, too. Uh, it, it looks like it's going to be one of those more, we're going to enjoy this experience. It's not going to be very tense, and you're just going to be able to live in this world for a while and, and really... Uh, Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, Joel, speaking of papercraft, uh huh. Tell me about paper trail. No. All right. So tell me about anomaly <laughs> agents then. So paper trail is a uh, <laughs> paper trail is a puzzle game, and basically what you do is you walk to different rooms, and it's usually segmented out in like squares, and the puzzles will always be something where. You might be on one side of a river, and the dock is split to the other side. Well, you need to fold the backdrop in a way like you're folding over a piece of paper, as if you're trying to move the lines to to mate up. So a puzzle might be that, and then you pull the top of the paper down, and it connects one more piece to the uh, platform that you're missing to walk through. Or... Maybe there's just something hidden in the corner that will give you an item you need to progress. And it, it's 
it's really clever. <laughs> like all all the puzzles are really clever. They're they're simple in nature, but they get more complicated as you go. There were situations where there'd be like a, a totem or statue somewhere that would limit how far you can pull the paper over, and so you, part of it would be just sort of shuffling along this statue along with you so that you can slowly fold over the right pieces in the right sequence to be able to move on from it. Um, there, there's just a lot of clever ideas with that. The, the humor is there. It, it's it's a quiet but uh, fun environment to work in. And I, I just, I haven't really seen much like this, to be honest. Like it, It's very clever. I'm having a hard time really uh, expanding on that, frankly. But another cool thing, too, is that you can actually press a button and it'll show you the opposite side of the paper as well. Hmm. Oh, perfect. As, so like if, if you're stuck and you've tried fully different combinations, you can press that button, see the other side and be like, okay, so where does that in relation to where I'm at right now and maybe help sort of piece back to, okay, if that's here, then I need to fold the right side over, but then the left corner down and whatever path you're supposed to take with it. So uh, I was pretty impressed with this one. I, I think it's definitely look, worth looking out for. Okay. And Alec, if you want a quick hit on yeah, anomaly agents. Like a 20,000 uh, foot view. Uh, Vengeance of Dr. Peppermint, except instead of slow and heavy, it's very fast and zippy in a cyberpunk world where you are basically jumping... Not timelines. Uh, what's the big thing right now? Multiverse. Universes. Different different universes, basically. And you're some sort of secret agent. Cool. I'm a secret but it's agent. also very good. It's also very good. Sick. You feel good? <clears throat> I feel better now. Do you have any uh, content that you're going to be releasing based on the next fest? Oh, if you love uh, watching other people play games, Woo. feel free to go to our channel, and uh, my playthroughs of these demos will be there. I'll, I'll probably, I made a big list, so I'm probably going to do more too. Uh, but, oh, I know I didn't say it, Karmazoo. Karmazoo's an interesting one. I won't go into detail, but uh, if you if you like cooperative platformer games, that that's an interesting one. All right. That's, um, that's a Devolver joint. Yes, it is. Keep an eye out. You know, I always prefer a roundup to a round down, unless we're, you know, rounding up crippling debt. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break and discuss credit scores. I went 1.0 this week. Behold my power. Ah! You know, there's been. We should like catalog how many episodes you've had. You've had to power up. Most. I don't know how I'm still alive. You do power up a lot. Yeah. This isn't even my final form, Alex. <laughs> you did text me that this yeah, week. It's true. Like it's not. It's not a joke. It's not you a texted joke. Texted me that this week. I was like, you know what I'm doing right now? 
And he's like, no. And I was rattling off all the stupid stuff I've done this week. Just hanging out, man. I just want to say how, you, how your day was. And he's like, you know what I've done this week? This isn't even my final form. I'm like, I just got real aggressive <laughs> yeah. in this conversation right now. So let's do this. We have a ton of games that win 1.0, games that we talked about on this podcast. So let's uh, let's cover some of them. Blue Wednesday. You guys like Blue Wednesday? I, yeah, I really like Blue Wednesday. That's going to be on my list. I'm very excited for this. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. It, it's, the, it's the one that's like um, you're, you're a 2D character who's uh, roaming around the city, and he's getting inspired by jazz that he hears because he is a jazz pianist, and it looks really good. All right. Hellboy. Web of weird. Word. Word. It's word. That's what you want me to say, right? Which is which? What what is weird about that word is that it's spelled. Uh, it's spelled W Y R D. No, that's not the weird part. The, the, you know, you get marketing emails for us when we get codes and stuff, and one of them goes, "Let's get weird." But in the game, they say it's word, mm-hmm. but the marketing said weird. I'm like, that's not. Nope. I don't. No, that's not how that works. That's not how I read it, but sure thing. I don't know. We've. We, We've seen a marketing email for a Hello Kitty game where they were very threatening. <laughs> you know, most of the games that we get... No, never mind. Um, we have a review for that one, if I'm not mistaken. Phil. It's it's up and coming. It's being written Phil right is going to have a review for that, so you can check that out on our website. Otherwise... SuperTGRadio.com We got World of Horror, which... Went 1.0. We just talked about it moments ago. Alex? Yep. And it should, it should be it should be 1.0 uh, tomorrow, uh, October 19th. And you That's would... um, today, sir. Oh. Oh, I looked at my... I was looking at the wrong calendar. Uh, it's the 20th. I'm sorry, the 20th. The 20th. The 20th. Very good, very good. Alex, I'll double-check me and turns out I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it released <laughs> today. Okay, there we go. Oh snap. When did it release? Nobody knows. Next one. <laughs> uh, before I move on, Alex, you have a review incoming for that, or you reviewed it for somebody else, not us? Which one? World of Horror. It's on our website. Is it? Super GG Radio. We have a website? Super GG Radio. Since when? Soon to get a revamp. <laughs> Super GG Radio. Oh, that's right. Check it out. We got stuff. And things. No, we don't have things. Ooh. We can't afford things. We just have stuff. Uh, this is why we can't have nice things. Now we've got Leica Aged of Blood 1.0. People are hyped on this. It has already gotten reviewed by IGN as a 9. Alex has been talking uh, about this a, for a while. It is a trials game, Getty. A trials game. See, you guys were trendsetters. I want I want more Trials games. You do? I love okay. Trials. Trials is fun. Fun on the bun. Nope. Not going to say that. Uh, Good Bones goes 1.0. That goes live tomorrow. You guys remember Good Bones, right? Joel, specifically? I, I feel like that's a dead somehow. 
But, no, uh, I I don't think so. <laughs> you, I saw you mouth it, and I was like, "Did he? Did he play that one? No." Oh, I remember I Good Bones. I did not play this one. No. Yeah, this is a like uh, not quite visual novel, but like you're moving into a house with your daughter, and uh, you're and it might be haunted. It might not be. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun stuff. Because the light on is in the light in the attic is on, but the rest of the house there's no power. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. All right. Ooh. This is some good news for Joel. Nobody else. Vampire Survivors Winter DLC goes live today, October 19th. Six new achievements. Six whole achievements. New weapon, yeah. new character, new level. Uh, Pontal Dames is... is dating up there with me the same way that the devs for stardew valley are like I, <laughs> I understand i understand it's different genre it's a shorter amount of time still but they keep on churning stuff out with this game and it's crazy and they only charged i think once for dlc so far yep, yep. it's like a very impressive very cool game yes i'm still playing uh kelly is currently waiting for me to be done here so i can crack this open with her so nice yeah good stuff it has been entertaining since we first got hands on it and free dlc is free dlc so go play vampire survivors and if you don't have it ask us and i'm sure that somebody here on the podcast will pay the five dollars so that you can enjoy it as much as we do i know i will Alex has that slush fund. Yeah, I'll give someone $5. They want to play Vampire Survivors and they have not? No, you gift it to them. We're not giving out money. They will. We don't have money. (laughs) But games. We got games. We got games for days. All right. Next piece of news. Slay the Spire. Devs released free itch.io game jam game after ditching Unity. (laughs) If you don't remember about Unity, just know that they're awful people. That's all you got to know. Uh, that's kind of exciting. They really stepped out of rake on that yeah. one. No. <laughs> Shot themselves in the uh, foot and arm and then foot again. <laughs> yeah. But Multiple Slay feet. the Spire, baller game, might have to check this one out even for me. Yeah, and at the same time, it's like you know they're they're still making a full fledged game. They just have swapped out of Unity, and at the same time, they're like, "Well, we're also messing with this other thing. Would you like to play that other thing? Here's the other thing." Sure. Uh, what is it called, Getty? It sure helps with some of the sadness that their other game may never see the light of day, or at least it'll be a while. What is that? What is this game called? Which one? Dancing Duelists. The new one. Dancing Duelists. It's a fun thing to say. Is it? Mm-hmm. You know so. what else is Hey, there's even a Linux build. <laughs> now Alex now, is yep. yep. Now we can just end the podcast. Getty, how do you feel about playable recaps? Um, Can I just play the game? No. But if you can't, if you don't have time to play the game, then would you be okay with a playable recap? What's the recap? game? And I'll tell you if I have time to play it. Alan. I have time to play it. You played it twice. I'll play it a third time. 
Heck, I'm going to... Joel, how do you feel about playable recaps? No. No? You're really, not, you're really against playable recaps? I'm okay with it. I, at, at that point, I might as well just look up some summary video on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. No, but, like, I would... No, but the thing is, is that if you want to, like, play play the game without playing the game... What if you just had like a little bit of like a an interactive thing that went through the major story beats and lasts you like fifteen minutes? If I know what it is already, it would feel like watching Lord of the Rings and having it not be the extended edition. I don't. I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't I don't. I don't know how to touch I that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know where to go with that. I don't agree with a lot of those things. Like I, I heard the words that you said. I just don't understand them. That was, way. that was rough stuff, man. <laughs> that was a real word salad. If it's uh, making me, we're breaking ground on words and phrases that have never been said in those. Making me watch the regular cut of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you, you don't understand how important the world building is, Daddy. <laughs> You took a two and a half hour movie and you tur- you're like, you know, why are we even here if it's not three and a half hours to four? If, I don't know what we're Isn't doing. there that movie that came out this, is it this week, that is almost four hours? Are you going to go see that? I'm not okay. seeing that one. Is that the, what, Scorsese? Yep. Yeah. And, and he defends the length of that movie. You better believe it. I just am like in a weird phase where I don't know if I'm loving old Leo anymore. Really? He loves you. No, Alex okay. is too old. What? I get that reference. Oh. High five, mm. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's kind of why I'm like, I don't know. I think I might be over old Leo. Oh, well. I missed it. Did we actually say that, what this was, that Alan Wake gets playable recap in Fortnite? I don't think we actually <laughs> no, said it, that. It's, it's basically a game within a game. That's... Well, they've been doing that lobby, like there's a lobby situation for a while where there's like interactive things to do where you can like hang out with your friends, but also do these activities. That's where they had like the Travis Scott concert and the like Selena Gomez or whatever, Ariana Grande concerts. Did you just confuse Selena Gomez with Ariana Grande? I really shouldn't. One's good and one's not. And we're not going to tell you which one Alex (laughs) thinks is good and which one he thinks is not. So, and if you do, Joel, you scrub that track. You cut him out of the whole podcast. All right. Home record. Home record. <laughs> That'll make it very obvious. Either way, uh, it's the, they have this little social lobby space. And uh, in, this, in the, the space right now for Halloween, since they added Alan Wake, now there is a playable recap of the Alan Wake game in celebration of the sequel. There's a sequel? And considering that... Considering that it's coming, I believe it's an Epic exclusive. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's an Epic game exclusive. What? Uh, that would be why, because you know. You mean on the PC? Fortnite. Yeah. Okay. You gonna play it? That's what that's what the remake was. It was on Epic. You gonna play it? Um, I'm more likely to play the 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 first one just because I never got around to play like actually finishing it. Yikes! But um, not not. There's not anything against it. It actually sounds amazing, but at the same time, it sounds really, really complicated, and may like stress me out with how much, like how involved. Oh yeah, is. you don't know what you don't know, and I envy you for exactly. Because I because I've read up on the systems that are in the the new one, and it's just like wow, that seems like a lot of information to juggle and organize, and it would just stress me. It out. It should. 
Joel, you know how like police officers have like a cork board where they'll like tie red string? Yes. You could do that in that game, but it's also free. Like free hand kind of thing. It's not a uh, put item here and it auto locks in. It's like no, you freehand all of it and you're trying to solve the case. I felt like and it's like only clues that you find and I'm like this all just sounds real stressful. I can't wait. That that's what the fan base is looking for, Daddy. That's a game yeah, I want to find out what happened to Alan. <laughs> He's been stuck in the void, man. You don't know what that with is, though. Weird, with the weird I, short person. I don't. I got a few hours in and stopped. And then you had to go to bed, right? Just watch Twin Peaks, yeah, man. Yeah, pretty watch much. Twin Peaks. <laughs> watch Twin Peaks. And if you need to no. know where you can find Twin Peaks, it's not on any of the normal streaming services, so good luck. Did they take it off of Netflix? Hasn't been on Netflix for a while, dude. Son of a son of a gun. Joel, can, Joel, convince those after the hype people to watch Twin Peaks. No. <laughs> I like your enthusiasm. What's next? Nothing. We don't do any. Oh, Twin Peaks is streaming on uh, Prime. Yeah. I thought that was just the movie. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. No. Do you think I haven't tried to find it recently? After we played that Twin Peaks uh, faux game. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think Getty's... You've, you haven't seen it, right? Nope. Uh, yeah. Paramount Plus, maybe. No! Getty, no. do you have that? Do you know uh, anybody who does? I'll ask. <laughs> who has <laughs> Paramount Plus? Yeah, I think I was using Joel's at one point, and then he's got rid of it. Joel, why? Because uh, I'm at a point where I'll stop subscribing to stuff if I haven't watched it for a while. We we dropped Netflix a little while back, actually. I actually just got Netflix back because I Love Is Blind came He back. needs it. And it was bad. He yeah, needs I mean, it that's, that's just the way I'm handling it. It's like, if something shows up that will pique my interest, I'll I'll drop the 15 bucks. American. Watch what I need to. Kenny, what's next? Well, this is some fun news. This is This is I actually know. something exciting. Is for you. Is it? First time ever. Awesome games done quick. We'll have a Shiba Inu named Peanut Butter Speedrun Gyromite. That's coming in 2024. Yeah. Awesome games done quick. Uh, like the, the games done quick series, they're named differently for whatever part of the season they are. I believe this is summer. Summer games done quick. SGDQ. Oh, okay. Now, what is awesome games done quick? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let me, yeah. let me Google. We don't know this information. Uh, January 14th through January 21st. Oh, so it's January. Okay. It's like winter? So, Kind of. Yeah. There you go. Yep. So we're gonna, I thought that would be fun, Gaddy. Uh, he's trained. He knows what he's doing. He knows the strats. <laughs> and he'll beat your time. I've never played that, so I'm sure he will. Oh. Uh, we're. Are you going to tune in for that, Gaddy? Maybe. Are you? You know that your partner would be super, like, hyped. She wouldn't know what's going on, but as long as there's a dog on the TV, yeah. Which he will be. Okay. Yeah, she'd love that. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Who doesn't love peanut butter? People who are allergic to peanuts. Anaphylactic shock is serious business. Uh, They might still like peanut butter. They just can't have it. Good point. (laughs) Forbidden fruit. Yeah. Oh no, she can't. That, that's her favorite. And she can't. Do you have you never met a person that's lactose intolerant? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, anaphylaxis and lactose intolerance are a little bit different of a reaction. No, no, but I'm saying, like, should people that are lactose intolerant eat ice cream and cheese? No. No. Do they? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm starting to think I might be, but it's not going to stop me, nor am I going to get tested Exactly. To find out. <laughs> Good on you, Alex. <laughs> you have to you get tested for cheese. it. There are tests for it, I think. You eat that cheese how, and you enjoy it, How do the it, tests sir? work for that? Like, how do they test for that? They make you eat a brick of cheese uh, you, and see if you fart. I was going to say maybe it's like any other like allergy test where they like prick your <laughs> skin bring and your skin with cheese. Yeah. <laughs> no, they pour... <laughs> what is it? What the thing that's in they cheese? They pour cheese. Lactose. Lactate. They pour lactate on your cut. Is that different from lactose? I yeah. don't know. Lact- All I know is it's painful, and I also know that if they can't get it on your arm, they will go up your back. Yep. No, they do That's the back it. first, then the arm. Oh, is it? Yeah, because it's the- been a while. I was a small child. It was very upset. Yeah, so the back is all of the, is everything, and then they do the arm with all of the negative ones to make sure that it wasn't a false negative. Yeah. Uh, what happened to that last piece of news? It seems to have disappeared. Uh, all the news was is that there was a Pokemon Van Gogh card that was exclusive to uh, whatever museum has that same painting, and they had to stop doing it because people were being violent. Oh. That's all. Wait, they stopped doing it because people were violent? Something like that, or there was some sort of like bomb threat or I something. I thought it was because of scalpers. I didn't think it was scalpers. I thought I read it That's was like more too. of a confrontational thing than that you know maybe i shouldn't have deleted the link to the news we could have read it and found out what it was but i believe that people might get violent and that would make Safety our concerns our jingle small group of individuals has created an undesirable situation there we call them undesirables <laughs> remember that time i made a jingle all the way reference and it was actually relevant to the news and then we cut it out of the news <laughs> Ouch. Oh, oh, yeah. I should probably work on the thing. Yeah, we should Keep going, We should it. do this. Alex, do you want me to buy some time for you? Because we are definitely moving over to my favorite part of the podcast. You know what that is? It's freebies. Freebies. Insert air horns here. Freebies. 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 Yep, that's right. Where we're going to tell you about where to find free games this week. Check them out. Who doesn't love free games? All right, Alex. Oh, right, Getty, you want to throw I it to me? I will. Yeah, sure. I'll I'll toss it over to you right now. Throw. Caught it. Freebies. <laughs> Cryptark on Steam. Cryptark is a 2D sci-fi shooter where you take on the role of a heavily armed. Pri- privateer seeking to earn government contracts by boarding deadly alien space hulks it's up to you to strategize a plan of attack pick an equipment loadout and destroy the central core to be victorious this is kind of like a bullet hell shooter looks pretty fun honestly came out in 2017 uh you pick your loadouts different weapons homing missiles uh machine guns what have you uh, top down it looks like you're a spaceship but you're, you're floating through these giant ships being attacked by rogue aliens Ooh, a lot of pit, like uh, particle effects. 
in a way that looks kind of impressive. You know, use, use, uh, shooting a flamethrower or something like that. Now you see a lot of flames. So uh, I like it. I think it looks cool. Cryptarch on Steam. Next, Eternal Threads on Epic Game Store. Choose how you want to follow this game story. It's a single-player, first-person story-driven puzzle game of time manipulation, choice, and consequences. It looks to be first-person, and you can move around with a scanner, see the past and the future, and pick how you want to engage with the story. Epic Game Store. Also on the Epic Game Store, get ready for Halloween with Evil Within. One of the creators behind Resident Evil 4 jumping out and making his own series. Uh, Evil Within, uh, heavily monster-based shooter, uh, some gore, some fun times for all involved. <laughs> uh, horrifying stuff, a little Saw-esque. Also, check out uh, Twin Peaks. A lot of stuff with Twin Peaks and Evil Within 1 and 2. Bring it right back. The Mildew Children. I don't love nope. this title. Uh, Mildew <laughs> Children Chapter 1. Featuring a blend of 2D adventure and visual novel, it is the very beginning of the grim tale about a village inhabited only by children who follow savage pagan traditions. <laughs> this is also getting ready for Halloween. Uh, again, it's a 2D move around the village and doing things like wearing masks of blood and stabbing their partners to death to summon nope, the gods. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Visual novel. Enjoy. But also enjoy The Dancing Duelists. The Dancing Duelists is uh, Duelists. Uh, is a game... I'm trying to... You're... Uh, okay. You're, you're characters that are dancing and you use cards to damage each other. To And it's, it's, it's a card battler. It's a card battler. It looks fun <laughs> and silly. I like it. Uh, Dancing Duelists on Itch.io from... Uh, uh, a three-week game jam by the Megacrit team uh, to explore a new engine called the Godot, en Godot engine, and it co it happens to coincide with uh, with a couple other things, a couple other things happening in the news. Nice. But yep, people who made uh, uh, Slay the Spire, du dancing duelists. Cool. There you go, Getty. Throwing the news back to you. Oh God, I dropped it. All right. Is it breakable? It definitely is. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of pieces. So uh, hopefully everybody turns in next week to watch me go 2.0. But until then, let's take a break to uh, fix a couple of bugs in the code. We'll be back. backlog blog where we play games where you can kiss my ash alex yeah you solar yeah. ash hit me solar ash uh <laughs> this are the people uh heart machine games they're the ones that made hyperlight drifter which is was one of my favorite uh one of those kind of zelda likes back in the day um, it was a, like a pick a super, I wouldn't even say eight bit. I would say less bits than that. Uh, top down Zelda, like where, you know, you move across, like when you, you have like a square map and then when you move to the edge of that map, it expands to the next square that, you know, old uh, NES and SNES style, uh, Zelda map. 
and uh, the story is told with no talking. It's just you interpreting what is happening in the game. So that was that's why I really liked uh, Hyperlight Drifter. It also had like a really synth synth wave kind of soundtrack, really mysterious. And uh, everything was like super neon colored, you know, uh, laser swords. Giddy, did you ever play that one? No, I did not. But I know of it because of <laughs> Dead Cells. One of the weapons that you can pick up is the sword. Yeah. I, I really liked it. I think it's pretty fun. Now, Solar Ash is not the direct sequel. It is a like a spiritual successor. This is our, hey, this is the follow-up, but it's in, a, it's in the same universe. We're trying to keep all of our games kind of in-universe, same world. Um, the thing about it is that it is a third-person, like, action uh, game where you are just, like, you, you have, you're, you're in, you are in this, like, weird space, and you're just rollerblading. You're just, like, cool person rollerblading. Of course, you have, like, a cool, like, grifter suit where you, like, kind of have cloth on you and, like, a weird white mask with, like, glowy eyes and everything is cel-shaded and you have a laser sword. But for the most part, you're just roller skating all over the place. And, uh, of course, there's rails to grind, grapple hooks to, you know, grapple onto stuff and get, get movement up. Uh, a lot of like a lot of platforming challenges, so that's it's pretty good with that. Um, and overall, it keeps all the same aesthetics. Again, very neon uh, stories are kind of like tales of like there is some more story in it that's kind of like a little bit more sad and a little bit more heartfelt. Uh, and that's kind of where it is as far as like okay, that's 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 the real cliff notes of it. Um, but the real kind of story uh, to say here is that it's a it's a very much a checklist game. Mm. So you get like a you get the the map and your character, and turns out your planet is getting eaten up by the uh, the ultra void, <laughs> and you have to try to destroy anomalies to save it from the ultra void, and uh, it's. The, so and the anomalies are like you hold up a scanner and it goes oh there are five anomalies on this map and you're like okay and they're on top of buildings and you have to find the right uh the climbing holds to climb or the rails to grind however you can there's like you know they have pre-built like you're supposed to grind here jump here dash over here grind grapple then you're there so you do that you destroy the anomaly and then it's like great and then you do all five of them and all of a sudden a boss appears and all the boss is is that you have to grind and roller skate on his back while destroying anomalies while also being timed. You do that. Fantastic. And it's like, second map, do it again. Third map, do it again. Don't like that. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's like a, it's a checklist game. It's not a bad game, but it's it's more about you have to know what you're getting into and that's what you're getting into. And it's, it's only like three or four hours and I still was kind of like, okay, I, I, I get it. I, I got it. <laughs> and it's just like it has a lot of it's just it, little imperfections. Like you try to grind a rail and it grinds you the wrong way. Or it's like, okay, do this jump. And all of a sudden I get launched way above where I wanted to land. And I just end up falling all the way down again. And I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. So it's just like it's just a little bit not fine-tuned. And the thing is, this came out last year, but also it's on the Switch right now, and I'm playing it on the Switch, and even the Switch is like, I can't, I can't handle this much cell shading particles, so I'm gonna real chug. I, I don't know what it is with the Switch 
things either run really well on it or really sad now. And I feel like it wasn't uh, it wasn't always like that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty it's 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 showing its age at this point, right? Yeah, I guess I'm spoiled by my Steam Deck. Yeah, I I I wish I, like I like the world, I like the movement, I like the music. I just kind of was a little bummed that I didn't really enjoy playing it yeah. that much. So, I mean, I really like this team, and I'll tell you right now, the, you know, it's like, oh, it's been a while since I've heard from them. What have they been working on? It's like, oh, they're still good at writing, and they're still good at music, they're still good at style, Mm. flair, art, fantastic. (laughs) Like, at least they're not, you know, you're not, like, that's not gone. You're not going to throw everything away. Okay, you still got the good stuff, so now it's like, make a fun game, I'm in. Which they do have an actual sequel to Hyperlight Drifter. It's called Hyperlight Breaker, and that, I think, is coming out next year or the year after. I know you're hype on that, so. I'm excited. Yeah, and so that's where I mean, I'm like, yeah, give me more weird synthwave, neon color, sci-fi, cyberpunk with laser swords, I'm in. But I, mean, I, I also understand that's a very specific... I'm a very specific demographic in that. Yeah. But, I, you know, Solar Ash. Might be too specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I like heart machine games. So that I, I was okay being like, ah, okay. Near miss. Next. Let's go. You guys got this, I believe. <laughs> I think they will, too. Yeah. All right. I don't know who played this one, but can't wait to hear them talk about it. Terror sure? of Hemosaurus? Uh-huh. Do you uh, want to talk about it today? It's not mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm looking at the time right now, and I'm thinking, like, well, uh, we'd made this quick. It's, it's not a big game. Uh, Terror of Hemosaurus is a rampage-like. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, up to four players. Each map is. It's pretty wide. Like you think about how Rampage was usually pretty honed into one space. Uh, e- it's incredible. Like, yeah, even the World Tour ones that were bigger weren't huge. Uh, this one is miles long by comparison. And you play a, a dinosaur who is terrorizing the city. You jump on the buildings. You smash the windows. You eat people. You got helicopters and cops and stuff floating around. Uh, this game's very violent. So, okay. like, blood and guts everywhere. There's a kill count <laughs> that happens as you uh, destroy buildings and smash people Oof. and things. You can <laughs> kick cars into buildings, and it'll actually tear through them. So that that's probably one of the fun parts about it, is that all the buildings are very, like, voxel-looking or, or broken up at the cubes. Whereas in the original Rampage, it'd be like you knock on the thing until it just all falls down in a basic animation, right? right? Uh, here, as you actually hit parts of the building, it'll weaken and break in those spots. So it's not like a threshold of 0 to 100. It's you will pick away at a corner, and then it'll start tumbling like blocks falling down and, and blowing up and stuff. Uh it gets really fun when you get to the spaces where there are legit skyscrapers because you can sort of act like you're cutting down a tree, right? And just sort of pushing against one side, hitting, hitting, hitting it. And then the skyscraper will tumble to the side 
and it'll destroy other buildings okay as it falls down on top of other buildings too so you did this neat thing where you can sort of set up a chain event of, of trying to take down multiple buildings at once uh the enemies are pretty weak to be honest uh, throughout the time i never felt truly threatened because anytime you get hurt you can eat some people and you'll feel better uh <laughs> But there are cop cars, there are like vigilante shooters, there are helicopters, there are blimps. It You can jump on and grab onto the flying vehicles, kind of like you can the building. So if you jump high enough and grab onto it, you'll sort of fly with the vehicle and you can start punching and beating them up. And it won't automatically explode. You'll like tilt it on edge and have it tumble and fall and, and blow up too. Uh, one of the best additions to this is a super move. Okay. So basically, you hold, you have a meter, and you hold down this button, and you will more or less do like the the roar of uh, Godzilla or something like that, and it, the whole earth shakes, quakes uh, of uh, power emanate out from you, and then anything basically nearby, you will eventually just blow out into the sky or, or tumble around. In um, each match, your goal is to destroy as much of the town as you can. They 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 name is. different towns that you're supposedly in. I don't see any discernible difference <laughs> between any of them. I think it's just them putting a, a pin on a space. Uh, Are they real world? Colorado or City, Colorado. Oh, I so made up. Yeah, yeah, real fake stuff. But that's funny. Y- you finish the level not by getting 100, percent but you walked from left to right to the end of the level, so you can technically quit it whenever by that. Um, but who wants to do that? And at the end, no. you get the percentage completion. They tally up a dollar amount of damage and destruction you've done. And, and so it's <laughs> it has that fun arcade sensibilities, too. Um, Do you eat the yes. people? You eat the people. Yeah. You can throw the people. You can kick cars into buildings and have it smash into it. Um, That's it, cool. It's a lot of dumb fun, guys. I, I, can, I could see this being really zany in a four-player setting, too. So it... You know, if you find it on sale, uh, I think it's an easy recommend. Cool. Okay. I'm not sure I'd go now, for the price, though. Is there a plot to it? Not really. No? Because no. it makes it so look you don't, like... So you, don't see, so, you, so you don't see the rock? Come on. No. Get out of here. <laughs> it it <laughs> does it? make it look like there's a plot where there's the worshippers of the holy lizard... Okay, how about a, a plot I care about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's kind of neat that the ho- worship followers of the Holy Lizard want you to cleanse the world from the humans. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of loose. But but all that said, it's it's a fun game. I, I think if you have any uh, fondness for Rampage at all, or just want to create wanton destruction, it, it's a fun power trip. <laughs> good stuff okay well thank you for terror of hemisaurus and this is your reminder that we are going to finish our playthroughs of the walking dead telltale season one so that we can have that episode out to the public by halloween on halloween i think Spooky. Special Halloween episode. Ooh. Well, it's about this time that we move over to 
the ending of the podcast. So let's do one last thing. And this week's one last thing is brought to you by Pete. Pete Speederman. That's right. Spider-Man 2 comes out tomorrow. And if you're listening to this in podcast form, then it's already out. And by this point, Alex has definitely finished it. My one last thing? It's put a lot of pressure I, on you, Getty. You put a lot of pressure on yourself. Uh, my one last thing? Definitely uh, decided to bite the bullet and get Alan Wake 2 pre-order taken care of. So looking forward to that. Obviously Spider-Man 2. And then I, I think I got to figure out if I'm going to get Star Ocean the beginning of november it's steam deck verified well there you go i think they made a decision for me but more to come on that it looks so good it looks so good alex i'm going to leave to go right after this and go no he's not man get here we got to drag this out another hour (laughs) are you going or no me no mine's not open i'll just have to get it tomorrow I called ahead. I was like, you guys doing it? They're like, yeah, we're doing it. I'm like, okay. I'll be there. Joel? I also need to leave in an hour to pick up Spider-Man. So it's going to be an exciting night for you. What? You changed your no, mind? No, I'm lying. Yeah, I could tell you, you, you was wonder. lying. Are you, going to, are you going to go get Wonder? I had to wait for Santa for that. Oh, really? oh that's so brutal. <laughs> You're not even going to go sneak by it and then no. play it on the slide? No, I'm not. And then the kids are going to be like, why is this game, game already got a beat save Game of the it? year 2024. How about that? What? <laughs> what do you, you... I thought that all the saves were... They weren't on the cartridges anymore. I thought... Uh, well, I don't know if it's got a save slot. Maybe it had a save slot situation. Yeah, you, you, yeah. The, no, those games, sometimes they'll have like a slot one, two, three, even if it's on the same profile. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a carryover from old times, <laughs> and also so some so you, you won't overwrite other people's progress. I've got a floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the save. They have icon. pills what's for a that. Floppy disk? Yeah, what's a, what's that thing? Oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> Alec, what do you got? Well, since Spider Man Two's coming out, maybe I'll finish Spider Man One. Will you? And start at some point. Yeah. Well, as soon as I finish Walking Dead. Yes. I can't uh I can't wait for you to play through it and be like, "What? What? Nope. Okay. I'm really digging the um Oh man, I just lost my train of thought. I'm really digging the storyline for Doc Ock in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's obviously talking about The Walking Dead. Yeah, yes. I was hoping he was talking about The Walking Dead, but he was not. Okay, so let's move. <laughs> the Walking Dead just makes me... So, yep, so it does, and every time you make a choice, you regret it. That'll be it. And they make... I do find that funny. Like, I don't... We're going to have a whole episode on this, but I also just want to say it's very funny that every time it's like something happens and then someone will come up to me and go, I really respect that you did the thing. And then someone else, right after, come over and go, I kind of hate you because you did mm-hmm. the thing. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, what? And why are you specifically mentioning the one thing that happened? Like, there's several other things, event, events transpired here. Why is my one thing the thing that you all feel like commenting because it, on? Because that was the segment. It's one last thing. Alex. <laughs> 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 the people. I'm uh-huh, sure, the people yeah, yeah. The Walking Dead. 
I have some comments for you, but we'll save it for after the podcast. That'll be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on X at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash blue and blue sky slash Super GG Radio, where <laughs> Thursdays we have a podcast much like this. You can watch us, you can look at us, you can be entertained by us most of the time. Uh, Joel, are you streaming anything? I'll get around to it. Okay, so that scratches that day, that day. Alex <laughs> is still making his I... way through Monster Hunter Rise. That's Mondays. Yeah. You can watch him use his sword. Monster Hunting Mondays. His big uh, sword. Well, it's an axe that can that can transform into a sword. Use his sword axe. All right. We have some reviews that have taken place. You can check out Alex's review of World of Horror on our website. We have a beta breakdown. SuperGGRadio.com. They, oh, yeah, I, good. I, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> we have a beta breakdown of Kill It With Fire 2. We actually have all four of us playing that. Check it out. It's crazy Woo! fun. Joel did a whole bunch of Steam NextFest demos that are being uploaded to our YouTube channel. You don't know what our YouTube channel is? I'll give you three guesses. It's probably <laughs> Super GG Radio. YouTube.com slash at symbol uh, Super There GG you Radio. go. Alright, if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at SuperGGRadio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening, and good game, Alex. Good game, Joel. Good game. Good game, Alec. GG, Getty.